Hello, Jenny. Hello, everyone. Hello, world. This is Centered Subject. We're back. We're back. It's raining in Athens, and it's evening. How's it going in New York, Jenny? It's freaking 26 degrees all of a sudden, so we're all shocked. We're all shocked and cocooned in our cold weather gear. Uh, I think I wonder what's it in Celsius. Cause in Celsius, 26 is actually quite warm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it's, it's very it's basically it's cold. It's like quite a below. You have a it's a jacket weather. It's like a serious jacket. It's quite weather? below freezing. Oh 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 yeah. I see. Okay. Our yeah, 32, 32 is freezing. So this morning it was like twenty six. Right. It's, that's quite cool. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ours, um, we are having dramatic rain that started pouring, and oh. so it really definitely feels like fall at last. Nice. Yeah. I'm not I'm not okay with the... Oh, there was a tree I walked past, and it looked like it just screamed and dropped all of its green leaves at the same time. Mm. <laughs> it was a terrified tree. It was a ginkgo, ginkgo tree that was just like, oh my God, I can't! And then... Yeah, just green leaves all over the ground. It was a tragic scene. That sounds sad. Yesterday, uh, it started storming, um, kind of around 12 a.m. maybe. And then um, it, it the lightning was really harsh, and the booms of the thunder were humongous, and you know, like giant oh. elephants were stomping around. And then oh. I, looked, I looked at the weather app on my phone, and it was also storming in there. You know how that happens oh, when yeah, it tries it to is. mimic the weather outside? And whenever it did the digital lightning, every time it did it, it matched the real lightning. <gasps> it was wow. a shocking, shocking, surreal, a, a star-crossed coincidence. That's very Athenian, too. Like, you're communicating with the gods above. You know, I felt the Zeus presence. And yeah. actually, I went to the Acropolis. Well, I, I climbed this Philippopo hill earlier in the day. And um, threw up uh, with the view of an Acropolis. So <laughs> it was Success. a un- unique puking experience that <laughs> I had. <laughs> uh-huh. The clouds were gathering above. Well, that, that's how you travel, really. I mean, you know, sometimes you need to do that to stake your claim. Right. Leave, leave a little bit of your insides out there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Also, it was funny because um, I was, you know, walking hanging around with some friends. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Alex. And it was, you know, we were sort of looking at the Acropolis, and one of us asked, "Oh, I've I think um, Danny asked, were women allowed at the Acropolis?" But then there was this English man who was standing next to us, and he immediately volunteered um, knowledge. Because I think he studied classics, and so mm. you know, he told us that women were in fact not allowed at the Acropolis. And that's mm. not when I threw up. I threw up later. Oh man, <laughs> it would have been great. But anyway, speaking of Zeus and all the star, um, yeah, st- uh, sky inhabitants. Um, yeah, have you been uh, aligning with your astrological prognosis lately? Ooh, good plural. Um, Possibly incorrect. Well, yeah, as I've said. Um, I have a complex relationship with astrology, a complex and yet consistent relationship with astrology. And um, yeah, uh, I definitely check in. I definitely am curious about it. Um, Being in um, school to study therapeutic things, I find that everyone, most of the people I talk to all the time know a lot about 
astrology and use it as if it was one of the modalities we're taught. And that's not not helpful sometimes, maybe probably not in therapy, but it's just so present that I found myself self-educating more about it and being curious. Yeah, I use, I have three. I need to cut three of the apps that, one of the three apps. Um, But yeah, so I've used CoStar before and it's usually really fun to use if you're talking to people who are your friends who kind of peer pressure you about (laughs) astrology so you can keep up. And I use Pattern, which I really like. And Sanctuary. Sanctuary is cute. It's like the meme of astrology. Yeah, I have the Sanctuary. We're not friends yet. I haven't assessed you astrologically, which is weird because you're one of the people I talk to the most and I know the best. And I don't know. I don't have never thought about you mm. in astrological terms. It's very interesting. I'm a little scared to put in our compatibility ratings. <laughs> Yeah, probably completely incompatible. <laughs> oh, no. No, I believe that there's some very important things. in Some intersections? Yeah, there's at least one extremely interesting one. Right. Um, but yeah, that does happen on those apps. Beware if you join them because it's like they'll say what percentage you're connected to someone so, or alike or compatible. And even if you're best friends, it'll it kind of puts a, a mark on it, you know? It feels interesting. I think I, I've just recently become interested in it also due to, I think, seeing a lot of, uh, I've been seeing a lot of co-star, horoscope, oh, co-star screenshot shared lately um, mm-hmm. in all the various social medias that I peek into and um, the amount of them is quite impressive just how many people use it and so yeah. I just downloaded it actually today I downloaded Sanctuary a little while ago just to see what it's like and I'm always struck by how poignant it feels when people share these screenshots because I, you know, when you know someone, or at least if I don't know them personally, I have this kind of idea of them. And then it's this sort of other aspect. Yeah. You know, yet another side of someone. And then you either imagine how it kind of, how it shapes the life of this person or... Yeah. Well, they're putting it out there too. So it's obviously something they if, want yeah, to be. Yeah, it resonates. Or, it resonates yeah. with them. Yeah. And then it's, it obviously resonates with the new, you know, you form your own kind of idea about it. Right. But I think in general... Um, I think kind of until recently I, I held the position, I think this is one of Zizek's joke where um, he's talking to some physicist friend and there's a good luck charm hanging in his house and he's like, oh, I thought you were a scientist and you don't believe in good, you know, these, these sort of superstitions. And he said, the friend answered, yes, um, but I, I don't believe in it, but I was told that it works even if you don't believe in it. <laughs> so... I think I was um, I was somewhere there, but then recently, I think I just sort of started seeing it as a different kind of. I think I was always kind of approaching it from science, non-science point of view, mm-hmm. but started seeing it as something else because I think, mm-hmm. in general, I feel like we're so obsessed with th- scientific things and measuring things, you know, and quantifying things and seeing them in terms of data somehow. And mm-hmm. to me, like, astrology escapes that a bit into the yeah. kind of supernatural. And and then it had this long history of being used as a, as a tool against powers 
that be? Yeah, I mean, I watched this video recently about it, and um, the one thing that I do think stands up about it scientifically is the concept of circadian rhythms and how they affect mm. um, mothers when they have babies in the womb. So the science behind it is legitimate, and it says there's there's consistencies in not exactly in temperament, but like for instance, the amount of people born with schizophrenia who are born or who eventually get schizophrenia who are born in January is like much mm-hmm. higher than any other month, mm-hmm. which what? And then there's like all these other little consistencies that connect to the time of year. And that makes a lot of sense because humans are physical beings and our biology is affected by, it's, I'm, I'm curious about that, but I know our biology is affected by the time of year and what food we eat, you know, in a seasonal way. I don't know how much. Mm-hmm. I know mood is affected by that. So, and I know that that all goes into, mm-hmm. you know, gestation is really important and the, you know, chemical relationship between mom and, and the mom and the baby. So it's like, that has to be something, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so that's the closest I've gotten to finding a real science for it. But um, the other thing that for me, it yeah, it's like, it's close enough is that I've had this experience three or four times where I will meet someone and I will think in my head, this person reminds me of this other person. And the way we're relating to each other right now really reminds me of this other relationship that I had with this other person. It's like they're the same person or, you know, they're of the same kind of person. And I don't think about it astrologically. But now that I have that frame more, it happened with two friends that are almost exactly the same. They only, to me, like our relationship, our energy together, energy, like, but, you know, and they're both Pisces and they both talk to me. We both have the same relationship. It's it's almost, it's amazing. So mm-hmm. that for me, and it's like there, that experience that I have, that's enough mm-hmm. for me to be like, in this case, it's true. And maybe in many cases it's not, but that feels so true in a certain way that mm-hmm. it's, it's good enough for me to, to use carefully. Like I pick it up sometimes, I try to put it down. Yeah. Like our co-star particularly, it will do this thing if you do, <laughs> it's pretty funny, if you do um, like notifications, that it will say these very extreme notifications to you sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, today is not a day to find meaning, like things like that. And wow. in notification format, it's actually pretty terrifying, which I so which I, I turned that off. Yeah, it sounds very loud, like they scream at you. They kind of do. And well, that's a copywriter, copywriter's choice. They're just trying to get your attention so that they, you click into the app. Yeah, it's very important. Like it's just, you can think of it scientifically or not as just data that's collected from, you know, the, the mathematics of these relationships between these celestial bodies that that changes through time and it is mathematical to some extent right, whether but how it is said how all the things are said is also really important you know so exactly the tone, so it's the tone how you in which it's delivered data. is really important i think completely because that sounds quite demanding and prescriptive you know sure the actual data itself the actual i mean your, your three signs that you have are not good or bad and they are infinitely complex and the way you read it is you know is your way of reading it and then someone else's interpretation is exactly the same as someone you know you tell them about something that you did or you a way you feel about something and their interpretation could be one way or another so an astrologer much like a therapist has like a very specific role to not influence you too much Mm. either way yeah that's why i think those apps are actually really great but also written by someone and interpreted by someone. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it makes me kind of want to understand the the data myself. And I guess that's why I have three apps, like to compare them to each other. Right. I'm more curious about why people are turning to it more yeah. um, than whether it's even real or not real. Somehow I'm not so concerned with that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, I feel like um, yeah, it's interesting. It's I think it's interesting that it's gaining such popularity and yeah, you know we're so aware. Why do you think? I think it connects to. Well, I guess we always go back to the point of just living in this uncertain times and kind of having to remap the you know kind of create meaning and and it's really I think it's um, it's a really elegant and helpful system. I think because mm-hmm. it, you know, it's just it's com- it's comprised of archetypes. It's comprised of you know, it's, it's these kind of mythological connections, which are you know, beautiful and um, feel eternal. You know, the star, the sky, the starry sky is beautiful and romantic, and you know, just yeah. like what's not to like. You know, it just seems and, and it kind of elevates everyone into a celestial being in a sense. Um, yeah. So it just makes sense, and it kind of tra- and it allows you to transcend the difficult um you know the difficulties here on earth um anyway one thing that i thought about when um you know using the stars and that are beautiful and romantic Mm -hmm. by themselves but also we have this long history of using the starry sky as a map um you know as we navigate i think as people navigated ships um, or people just travel. So, uh, so there's kind of um, already a long history of looking to the stars as quite literal guidance. So it just translates quite easily. Yeah. Telling us where to go and how to behave with one another and what's valuable about the other person that we might not understand and like giving a sense of like, we might not see where the shore is ahead right now, but like there is something ahead because you can see a star, you know, and it's guiding you. Yeah. I I think it's, it's nice because it puts us in a, in a more terrestrial place, terrestrial (laughs) that, that we don't tend to want to be in right now. I think the internet made us feel uh, omnipotent to the physical world. And I think climate change maybe too has affected us and made us feel um, terrified and guilty about our terrestrial, our terrestrial place and where to go ethically, you know? So I don't know if there's a relationship, probably there isn't a relationship between astrology and climate change stuff, but, um, Hmm. I think we're so freaked out that we just like put our head in astrology to try to like, like I was saying before to start to help ourselves deal with it, but then we get distracted and we stop thinking about it. (laughs) Right. I don't know. It's a question. I think it's just an, and it's a way of, yeah, I guess explaining what, what's happening. Maybe like face to some dark truth as well, because sometimes, as you said, yeah. I think the co-star can be quite dark, which I just downloaded it, so I haven't really had much of experience. But it did say something about like, today was not a good day to have sex. and It's so short. It's, it's very all, odd. <laughs> and so, but, yeah. but in general, yeah, like, you know, in general, you know, if you ask someone, you know, is it a good day to have sex? Everyone would be like, yeah. So it's just kind of, that's right. It's kind of That's interesting right. to have something just to be, be a bit yeah. harsh. I mean, the nice thing about it, too, is that um, with the ones that I kind of prefer, I do like the thing where you find someone, not that only gives you a nice reading on everything, which yeah. is not what I'm looking for, but, you know, it's like the, someone who, whose voice you trust. And then what I try to do is, I'm sure everybody does this, but try to take a step back from what that is and then really check into myself on that day and see how I'm feeling and see what's up with my body and my emotions. And and then from there, I can make the decision. So I try to like read the thing, 
then check in and then say, no, I don't feel like that at all. And then throw it out the window and move on or be like, yeah, you know what? That's pretty accurate. I'm going to see what's up with that today as a starting place. But yeah, I don't know. Have you ever had a thing where it made your day worse because you got a negative <laughs> reading of some sort? No, not really. That is what I worry about. Um, I did have a, I think I reported this um, recently. I did have a reading recently with um, a new Greek friend who is an astrologer. And yeah, we'll have her on the podcast in just a moment. We have a guest, a wonderful Greek being here in Athens. Um, Alina Tsavdari is with us this evening. Hello. Hello. Um, we're so excited to have her. Um, if you listened to our last episode, we um, ended up on a kind of planetary point. I think we're discussing the moon, so we're picking up from there because Alina is a psychological astrology counselor. So today we're going to be delving into... Basically astrology, yeah, like what it's all about and and astrology. And also, um, so Alina also writes for um, Athens Voice. She had an astrological column, but yeah, so we're just going to go into different areas political areas, astrological areas. Mm -hmm. The sky, the earth, all the areas. can go anywhere, so (laughs) I'm prepared. So how did you, how did you get to, um, to this profession? Because from what the way we met, it's, uh, we have a mutual friend, right, mm-hmm. that you studied with, and mm-hmm. you were studying archaeology. Uh, um, I was doing my master's in archaeology, and then uh, I worked as a an assistant curator for some years in uh, in a gallery in uh, the UK, but I realized that wasn't for me. So um, upon returning in uh, Greece, I was looking for different things to do tried a few very different things and then in 2010 I stumbled literally upon my um, astrology teacher in a meditation class and she she suggested that I start learning astrology which had never crossed my mind Hmm. to then um, but but I, were you aware, sort of, of? I mean, were you someone that read your horoscope? No. Oh, interesting. <laughs> no, okay, so I that wasn't. was really quite. I was. Like a I fresh, was aware of yeah. what well, astrology I mean, was, right. and I had a lot of friends that uh, would read their horoscopes, and it it was interesting. But I, I I had never imagined that I would go into that. But my teacher was a very inspiring woman, and a very well turned out woman as well, very well educated and. She actually showed me a depth uh, into astrology that um, you can't actually see from forecasts or from uh, magazines. Mm -hmm. And I sort of fell in love with this um, subject of astrology and I started learning it. And then about three and a half years later, I started doing counseling Mm -hmm. as an astrologer. Yeah. At which point I realized that I actually need to go learn how to be a mental health counselor because there's a lot of things that come up in an astrology session and mm-hmm. you absolutely right, life decision so like yeah, life there's big the, questions yes, like life and death there's a lot of, there's a lot of information i yeah. mean there's a lot of information in the natal horoscope of a person mm-hmm. so at some point I, I had all this information but i wasn't sure about 
um, how I could um, safely communicate them to people mm. because you had to touch upon very sensitive matters like um, their marriage, their health, mm-hmm. um, maybe mm-hmm. indiscretions in their marriage, maybe difficult um, adjustments that they would have to make with their children or their work. Mm-hmm. And you definitely want to help people. You don't want people to live your um, your practice worse than they came in. So at that point, mm. which was in 2013, I started doing a mental health counseling course. And then I concluded that in 2017. So now I'm also a certified mental mm. health counselor. And I feel better about knowing what to do with all the information. Yeah. It's but how is it? Can we um, just go back a bit into... Mm-hmm. How do you go? So, from I don't really know very much about astrology, okay. even though I find it really interesting. And okay. you know, obviously, it's, it, there's like a magical aspect to it. it sort of like links somehow with mythology, fate. but it also <laughs> fate. You know, so like this big metaphysical concepts. You know, mm-hmm. but then it also had this kind of scientific aspect where you really examine the planets. You know, and the, so how did it? I mean, like, I guess like. Can you give us just a short very, very layman intro into how what is the no, kind no, no. of basic? I, yeah. I can give you like a very very easy answer because we're yeah. in 2019. I mean, what happened with us with astrology would have been entirely magical in like uh, the 1800s or like the 1500s. But what happens with astrology is like the planets, the sun, um, Earth itself. They're like huge masses like huge planetary objects and they emit energy and now we know that because quantum physics has made leaps in um, this direction and astrology is just like let's say an empirical way of the past into mapping out how the emanations of like these huge objects in our solar system mm. would affect our planet and more so the so individual kind of psychic gravity or something sort of like sort that. of like that there is nothing magical about it it's very yeah. specific mm. it's very specific in that certain things do other very specific things um, what makes it look magical is that there's like a very very huge number of factors involved in every single horoscope or, or let's say in every single equation so if you're not actually an astrologer it looks like you're doing something wow mm-hmm. but to me it's it's very much like you know i have um, the tools of my craft and mm-hmm. i'm just using them and i can yeah. teach other people to do it and it's almost like if it's sort of mathematics like so they're kind of formulas and you kind of um, plug in the variables and then there is to- there is a kind of astrology which is called Uranian astrology which actually mm. deals with um, with equations it oh. works with equations oh, cool. but I found that equations are a little bit too um, limiting when it comes to people because you have you always have to account for the fact that people are like sentient thinking, um, free thinking beings making decisions. And emotional decisions. So there, well. are, there are a lot of variables. Mm-hmm. What that means is that um, a certain aspect or a certain um, um, zodiac sign or a certain planet in combination with a zodiac sign and an aspect with another one, it can be interpreted in many different ways depending on who you're interpreting for. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very different if you're interpreting for a 12-year-old girl. It's going to be very diff- different if you're interpreting for like a 60-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. The energy is exactly the same. Mm. It might be the energy of joy, for instance. But 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a 12-year-old finds joy of something different, usually, to a 60-year-old woman. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. you have to account for this variable. But besides that, it's pretty fixed. And also when you're interpreting, you're always interpreting in liaison with your client. Yeah. But do you also use intuition? <coughs> Is that sort of a part of it as well? Is um, kind of, I, I, I wouldn't say mm, so. Okay. I wouldn't say so. Um Other than that, in the human sense, you know, it's like obviously you're feeling when you're, when yeah, you're feeling, you're someone. thinking, yeah. you're, you're, you know, you're a person when you're doing um, a session. You try to be mm-hmm. as objective as possible because that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you're reading signs from the person you have opposite you. But basically, I wouldn't say that that comes into your in, in your interpretation. It mm-hmm. may be come into whether you would delve into a particular thing that you can see in the chart right mm-hmm. because you might you might very gently bring it up and see that the person you have opposite reacts and then you you know you will just set it aside for a later time maybe um, mm-hmm. but mm, it doesn't really factor into the way you interpret mm-hmm. I wouldn't say intuition mm-hmm. I would say that you have to be very well versed in what actually astrology is and your astrological um, pointers and you have to have like a good working knowledge of a little bit of psychology you know yeah um, so as mm-hmm. to bring this together and actually help and not to damage because that's very easy to it's like what what they can handle in the moment you kind of take a take it you get a sense of where they're at emotionally in the moment and and maybe a sense of what kind of interaction they're looking for from you just as a person like in a more clinical way like are they looking for comfort are they looking for conflict are they mm. looking for reassurance you well, know you, and so yes and, and no <laughs> yes and no yeah it's like you can see what they're wanting like if they can handle something really challenging that might be on their chart or you can see that they can't and well, so then you would mention No, you actually have to bring up certain things. Um, oh, wow. You have to bring But the way maybe you bring them up, like yes, that's when you're kind of training way, it. Oh. The way the therapist you, comes yes. in. <laughs> you can't leave things out. Oh. That's scary. Oh you my God, that is scary. Like, what do you say? Something that is scary. scary. What do you no, do? That's, that's unethical. That's unethical. See, yeah. Well, for instance, if you came in as my client yeah. and... Um, We did a chart together. I shouldn't. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying, that, and I might say that there's, there's going to be some stress on your like um, health Yeah. In say two right. years from now, okay. So I would advise yeah. you, I would I would actually turn your attention there and advise you that you should take better care and that blah, 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 you should do that and that and that. And I would tell you that two years yeah. from now there's like a stress point. There's like a point where mm-hmm. there's gonna be stress on your health. Yeah. I wouldn't say like you're gonna get sick or anything because right. no one knows that. <laughs> right. yeah. And that's the whole point of astrology. Can we just point can I just point out that I'm just gonna reveal a part of my horoscope? Um so you know, I of course I asked if there's any any diseases lurking <laughs> in my chart and then Uh, and Lena sort of, you know, examined it and she was like, well, you know, there's uh, joints and then uh, teeth. And then and this was funny because the following week I had like twisted my ankle and then I had a, um, 
my tooth got infected. But then I went to um, a Greek hospital, and there was a really nice public health dentist that was extremely human, you were and so extremely lucky. kind, and was so helpful. Aww. And then I wanted to pay, and they didn't want me to pay, and I was like thanking the stars, God, and you know, and the Greek <laughs> government and the people that you, don't you know, have to pay. You don't public. Have to pay. And it was so nice, but you know, just I think it was such a contrast with the U.S., uh, where you would yeah. be, just you would you would be forced to pay, and also you would not be treated really like as a human in a way it's hard to explain but they're just very robotic or the doctors thought that you were gorgeous you know you made their night or something (laughs) no it was like a nice I don't know to set the record straight it's free of course you don't have to pay but they're not usually very nice (laughs) Mm. so I was I was very very pleased that you had a good experience but that's not the rule (laughs) well Nonetheless, I think, you know, it doesn't have to be nice all the time, but the fact that it's free and that, yeah, that absolutely. people can, you know, that you can have this painful Ooh, experience and then you can, you know, that you can be helped right. by someone that's it. there and, it's, and people are not just going to like let you linger with your pain. And yeah, that yeah, was really nice, reassuring. Also, we've been, I've been getting a lot of um, free drinks here in Greece. <laughs> um, so you'd go to a bar. So I'm diverging from the point, but this is something that I've been wanting to bring up. And so Do. it's been really fun. Us, um, so you, yeah, you, so you go to a bar and say like you get like two or three drinks, and then you know you're just sitting there casually, and then suddenly another drink comes out, and you didn't order it, but it just comes out because you know they're like, well. You, you need another drink. It's in the house. You know, they just sort of appreciate you. Mm-hmm. So it just keeps happening with drinks and desserts and really liking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had that experience in Mexico, too. Oh, cool. In, like, parts of Mexico. There's, like, once you have bought enough stuff there and, you know, they're, it's, like, a nice... They're just nice people. They'll just... The stuff just starts coming out over and over again. It's lovely. It's really cute. Uh, I think it, it, was, it doesn't have so much to do with niceness, but it's like they're appreciating your custom. Mm. It's like um, if you've had two drinks and we give you a third, you'll appreciate that and have some more. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. Mm. I think it works. I'll, I'll return to Facebook. But it's nice. Yeah, I like it, it too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just my general excitement about being in Athens. But, but yes, yeah, <laughs> but just to say, but yeah, we did have that health discussion in my chart and, um, and it, it came true. <laughs> yeah it was light though that's good yeah it was light. Not, nothing major yeah um, so yeah that's the way it works basically you can't really leave things out but you can be very very gentle about how you communicate them and the main thing is to give people ways to handle them there's no point in telling them this is going to happen mm-hmm. the, the point of astrology I mean the whole point of doing this sort of thing is to help people deal better with what they are and what what they're gonna the situation they're gonna be in and if astrology has anything to offer beyond what like therapy does is the fact that it can control it not it can control but it's a, it's more aware of timing mm-hmm. um, so I know when it's the, it's when the timing is right to talk about health to talk about um, love to talk about finances and of course I know where the stress points are um, in, let's say, the month that is coming or the year that is coming. But that's all. I mean, there's no there's no real forecasting, and I really hate this word. Right, I think that's where it gets magical, because when you no, start talking no about the future... Thing. It's all about yeah. dynamics. Mm-hmm. Basically, what you see is, like, you see energy dynamics. You see, like, um, mm-hmm. points of convergence of, like, energy. So these points are more charged 
you can see where they they're going to be located where they're going to land mm-hmm. on somebody's life mm. and because you know their energy makeup already you sort of have an idea of how they could respond so you can advise mm-hmm. about the type of crisis they're they're going to face and how they could better deal with it So that's the whole story. Yeah. There's nothing magical about it, really. Right. No, but yeah. I think that's what happens, I guess, in the mind whenever we think, because I think as humans, we so much want to know the future. And oh, I think absolutely, so that, but, yeah. But also there's this sense of, like, it's impossible to know it. So I think... Well, the, the yeah. awful truth, basically, is that we are shaping it. And that's true. And because mm-hmm. of... Yeah. That's the awful truth, because yeah. I've seen it happen. And when I say this, there is, like, there is like this energy supercharged at some point, And you can see it coming, and I've seen it in my own life, in my client's life, and you can see how many different outcomes there can be. Right. And mm-hmm. I, one of the things that happens very frequently is that you, you tell the person, that's, that's, what, that's coming. So you could do that, or you could do that. And usually they do that, the thing that's not the good thing. So then they, they come and say, <laughs> like, oh, this thing happened, and they did exactly the opposite from what you said I should do and exactly what you said would happen happened and I'm like you made a fucking choice oh excuse me for the fucking uh, fine. you made no, really no fucking on this website <laughs> you know on this cool. podcast on this website um, it's like you made you made a choice and you made yeah. a bad choice so there's no forecasting all you can see is the energies that are going to be available to you at some point in the future or in the present. Hmm. That's all. It's it's mm-hmm. all about relationships yeah. between yeah. different energies. I know it sounds very abstract, but it's not yeah. really. No, no. Like from a from a clinical place, I think I I I think it's a good thing because it's anything to get people from being very fused to their um, expectations or their their tendencies to to play out what they think they need to do like mm-hmm. their They're sort of addictive patterns of behaving that they mm-hmm. can't get out of. And I think it's a third thing to focus on that whether or not it's like, quote unquote, true or not, if you take that focus and look at it and think, this is a possibility, this is something that isn't necessarily under my control, mm-hmm. and you just consider yourself in these future possible situations, then you're you're loosening the soil between uh, of your expectations of yourself and other people and of the world. And um, that's healthy. I think that's the most healthy thing that we can do is like, you know, it's the same thing of like going to a good counseling session, you know, listening to music, um, doing some sort of anything that takes you out of yourself and your expectation that allows for surprise, oh, yes. I think is always a really, a really good thing. So it's like, look, this is a thing. These are your consistent pathways. This could, this is something that is coming. And then if you think, if you can think about it in like a really open-ended way, like I love the way you talk about choice that like this is coming and you have a choice of whether or not, you know, how you're going to react to it. I think that sounds really healthy. I can imagine like very, a certain type of person can get so fused to astrological, you know, things. I think that that could be a problem too, right? Like they could be like, oh my God, it's happening and I'm going (sighs) to... You know, they like hold too tightly to it or they go and see someone all the time and they try to control the future. You know what I mean? They wouldn't use me, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> you would say it. You can't I, control it. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. I don't cultivate this sort of behavior. So, I mean, I can't yeah. cater to this sort of person's needs, you know? Yeah, These yeah. people need somebody to basically confirm 
their fears mm. or confirm their erroneous choices or confirm their negation um, to face their issues. But that's not what psychological astrology is about. So yeah, I yeah. have people like that coming in, but they'd never return. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's something about it also that's like I think is helpful to people. I think this existential level, you know, because I think with the kind of a spiritual realm, I think we, we just so much often want to know that there's something beyond us, you know, that there's something oh, there is. just, you know, oh, there yeah, is. beyond our daily reality that's physically I would um, say visible. we are something, something beyond. Somehow, yeah. Uh, other than there in is space, something. In, in a way, space is very... It's it's quite it's in, in some way tangible, you know. That there's like yes. something about the star, you know. Like yes, we just yes, yes. we all know we see the moon, we see the sun, mm-hmm, we see mm-hmm, the stars. Mm-hmm, so they're tangible. Mm-hmm, so there's the kind kind of it connects both the kind of physical reality and this kind of other un- metaphysical reality in some way. Mm-hmm. I think what you're saying it's is larger. Stands. It's larger, and yet it's re- and yet it's quite real and tangible at the same time. It's exactly uh, well. Mm-hmm. One of the wonderful things about astrology is basically that in in examining your horoscope you start seeing yourself as something or someone rather larger than you believe to be Mm. because you start realizing the range of energies that are available to you which you don't use do you mean like archetype kind of like Um, or or just that could be that could be a good way i guess to describe it but let's say that when you think about yourself you think for for example i would think that like um, i talk a lot maybe i'm a little bit arrogant maybe this maybe that but when i see my chart there's there are all these other qualities Mm. uh, laid Mm -hmm. out there for me and I'm like oh I'm also that and that and that so you start realizing that you have there is a range in you and in every one of us that we just mm-hmm. never use. Yeah, and we get kind of fixated. Like yes. Jenny was saying, like we, you get sort of fused yeah. with yes. these ideas. And, and we just and choose one up. or two aspects of ourselves true, yeah. and live there. But yeah, it's just like a routine, mm-hmm. and we do the same thing exactly. over and over again. So, so astrology is mm-hmm. good in, to kick yourself out of your routine, basically. True, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like what do you think about, I was reading articles about just the cultural consistency now of people mm-hmm. being really into astrology Mm -hmm. and this thing i've noticed too of sign shaming like of sun sign shaming so Mm -hmm. certain people i don't know if you're oh i am so i don't know it's wait tell me about it they don't know on the internet like it's really big to like i'm so against that it's i felt really great about my three signs i was like oh this is great and then i have a libra what do you mean what are you talking about like different people have different preferences for instance aries are assholes oh oh, okay so having the stereotype the stereotype just the the negative ones though. oh i see okay yeah um, exactly and then and then just seeing them by themselves and not in combination with the other signs which oh i think God. which like is the part i think was what you were just saying like i love the idea that you know we have all of these different things and, and it's all about how they combine we're together that's really interesting yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah lovely absolutely. yeah and and that's the that's the wonderful thing about it and then like yeah if you take one of them and slice them out and and then just judge people based on that, but that's become like a very common. Oh my god! Thing, it's sad. Okay, the 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 trend here in Greece was about um, two years ago that this trend just like really peaked. Mm-hmm. I'm one hundred percent percent against it because I think that you know a star sign is just like an energy that has like no negative or positive um, right. color and 
depends 100% on what you do with it. It's not about what you have, it's what you do with it. So, but these, these, these like star sign shaming, um, <laughs> it's just like, I think people want to, to vent their spleen about different people. So the star sign is sort of like a passive aggressive way to mm, do it. Yeah. So they want to tell somebody that he's an asshole. So they're like, oh, what's your sign? Oh, you're an asshole. Because mm. Scorpios are assholes. Yeah. You know? So it's, right. it's a very passive aggressive thing as everything is on the internet though. True. People would True. never hold like the arguments they have online in, in real life. Quite agree, quite That's agree. Right. Yeah. Comment wars are strange and strange yes, and surreal things. Precisely. Yeah. Right. I agree. So I'm 100% against it. <laughs> it's yeah, and it's very, very, very limiting. And most of the times it's not even done well, to be frank. <laughs> no, I, that's, that was my attitude too. Like I'm, I'm only very cursorily aware of astrology. And it's like, anytime I've had anyone do an assessment of me or someone else, even using more than just their, you know, their main sign, it's, it makes me like, you don't know what you're talking about. It's interesting that it's like so common. So I'm in social work school to be a psychotherapist. And it's very common in my school to use this as a tool of a way to speak to one another, which is not bad. It's kind of nice. And it's a school for people who- You mean amongst the peers, right? Amongst the peers. Yeah. Not really the teachers or anything. And people have a pretty good knowledge of what they're talking about. But it's it's like a nice way, of course, for people to get to know one another and talk about themselves and connect. And it, it's usually done in a pretty open-ended way, but then can have this like shaming um, side to it. But I can see it here and also on the internet start to take on a almost like a tribalism, mm-hmm. which is bizarre. It happens, yes, like, right. oh, It's true. Yeah, I agree, like the, yes. the air signs versus the... The, <laughs> the, the air yes, signs. The water signs. Season, or this it's season, Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. When it starts to get anywhere like that, I'm like, okay, bye. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Not, well, I think that this, yeah. this... I mean, star signs and doing that, it's all about identity. And that, that happens in so many ways today it happens with uh, the way we eat so it's like you meet people and they're like so what do you do and so they're like I'm vegan and I'm like yeah whatever but I think that people are in search of identity on so many levels and star signs being sort of like um, an unending um, well of information on uh, on a certain archetype they're pretty a pretty good way to communicate identity or to say that you know to talk about yourself without saying so many things but it's very simplistic because star signs are all about a single well basically about the sun whereas the horoscope is about at least 10 different planets um 12 houses 12 star signs and the the relationships Mm -hmm. between these things so it's much more complicated than that yeah yeah it's good it's like code but again, code is always limited and abbreviating. So the same goes for, for star signs. If you want to use astrology to talk about yourself, you should know how to do it. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's pop culture. Yeah. That's the way well, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's speaking of pop culture. So you also write these larger kind of, yeah. you write a column mm-hmm. and then 
Okay. So horoscopes or are they? I write forecasts. Like okay. that's like daily, weekly, monthly, okay. and annually. Yeah. Which I begged my For editor, yeah, yeah, not to call forecasts because I want to call them astrological dynamics <laughs> because that's okay. what they are. But he was like, no one's going to know, know what term. we're talking about. You're trying to break new ground. <laughs> um, I am breaking new ground because that's what I'm doing, regardless yeah. of title. I'm not forecasting. I'm sort of like talking about dynamics. And other than that, I'm writing articles on major transits. For example, uh, on Tuesday, there's like um, the Scorpio full moon. Mm -hmm. That's sort of like a major energy node. Yeah. All the new moons and the full moons are. So I'm going to write about like the color of the energy in terms of how this is going to shape the overall atmosphere in like mm. everyday life and you're in our relationships maybe and the do's and don'ts yeah mm. you ever write things I think we've talked about it um, before but you don't write things Political. about politics yeah well I but, could but I choose not yeah. to because uh, inevitably you're going to have to but choose but could one no I'm just saying because I yeah, was going to course, ask could, could course, one write course, that you know could you, because you, you can sort of do that for I think people do kind of City like right there's astrological there's, geography and no, then there's no, no. A, yeah there's a, of, there's a there's a there's a do, it's yeah. a specific um, domain of astrology yeah no. I bet a lot of politicians go to astrologers I um, bet I know in LA a lot of people go they do they have historically they still do in like the old days every king kings would have astrologers and working for them and and in like the ancient oh, in, in, in LA in people in modern, totally do that yeah well, in modern days too yeah they do too. <laughs> yes, but um, it's called um, well in Greece. It's like cosmic astrology. I'm not. This, I'm not sure it's the same in English, but it might be political, just political astrology, yeah. and it deals with the horoscopes of countries. Yes, that's what I was interested the, in. The horoscopes of large organizations, because everything that basically has a date that of inception. Oh, has a horoscope. So your business has a horoscope. My business yeah. has a horoscope. The UN has a horoscope. Can we read the UN yes. horoscope? Yeah, we can. We can. <laughs> we can read the EU horoscope. Macron said that it was brain dead. Can we look at the horoscope and say and you, see if you the can, UN was? Oh. Hey, our podcast has a horoscope. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Yeah, of course it does. It does. <laughs> Does, when, when was your first when was when was your first broadcast? I think it was what in month? April. In oh, it's April. it's Aries, like my business. Oh, it's that's Aries. Good. Yeah, okay. your beginnings. That's okay. great. Okay, great. I'm yeah. It's a little aerial. Is it grounded? Do you feel like it's uh, Aries? Is not grounded. It's not grounded. It's, it's mental. No, it's fire. It's mental. Well, it's, it's a mental, fire definitely. sign. Yeah. It's fire. It's a fire sign. But Aries is like. Uh, Chiefly a mental, okay. um, mental in the good way. Yeah. <laughs> not crazy. That's accurate. Yeah. But intellectual. intellectual. So yeah. yeah, but it's it's a it's a great star sign for any new venture. Oh, okay, great! That you want to spread quickly and um, with enthusiasm nice. and also break new ground. Cool. That's good to so, know. Yeah, that's okay. good. Thank you for joining us, Alina. Well, it was really fun and shedding, fun. shedding starlight onto the mysterious, <laughs> attractive topic of astrology, which Thank we're you fascinated so much. by. It was, it was a pleasure. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank into you. the night we go. Yeah. Thank you. Ciao. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.